0: Hello and welcome to SASCast. This is Sarah and Amber. Hi, Amber. Hello, Sarah. Woohoo! Whoa. I'm wh- why? Woohoo!
1: I'm, why did you do that? I'm channeling Vicki Gumbelson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Channeling Vicki Gumbleson, even
1: though she was fired. She's not been on my show. She has for not a been on. Time. So you want to tell them what are we're talking about? Well, it's real Housewives of Orange County, Amber. So we
0: are expanding. We received so much national and international feedback about how they were disappointed that we were not doing other real housewives of cities and asked us, pleaded with us and begged with, begged me if we would please expand our repertoire and start talking about other housewives. So we decided, because it
1: started last night, To now review Real Housewives of Orange County. And by the way, I think that this is going to be a winning season. You do. Yeah. You do. So you and I have had an on and off relationship with Orange County. Yeah. You know, for the most part, we, I I would say I've probably seen most seasons. I think we have. I really do think I have. Regretfully, there are some seasons where we're better than others, but I might've missed a season or two in the very beginning, to be honest. Yeah. You know, th- so the Real Housewives
0: of Salt Lake City and the Real Housewives of Orange County could not be
1: more diametrically opposed. I was, it's funny that you just said that. I was actually going to say that they're very similar. Oh, God, are that you hilarious? serious? Yeah. I was going to say they're okay. similar because they have people on the show who are, for the most p- part, you're just average, normal person. So. Meaning they don't, they're not ultra rich. That's what I mean.
0: Oh, so you're just talking about wealth.
1: I, I guess I am because I, I guess I think that most of the shows that people watch, well, maybe there, there's other shows too that don't have ultra rich, but certainly I think Real Housewives of Orange County had in seasons past, the most average in terms of money uh, cast members of all the Real Housewives franchises. You're talking about Tamara. Um, for a long time, you're talking about Kelly Dodd, who didn't have a lot of money. Um, Gretchen, you know, most of the women, the people that you remember off Real Housewives of Orange County were just your average person. I mean, they weren't average people in terms of personality, Well, but they certainly were average person in terms of what kind of money they had, what the kind of jobs they were doing. I
0: disagree. I totally disagree because I think there's more wealth. I mean, I guess it's because I know Huntington Beach and Newport Beach and Laguna Beach and I'm Costa talking the, I'm talking
1: about the cast members, not who who lives in Huntington Beach. No, I
0: know. But I think that influences me by saying, you know, the amount of wealth, plasticity <laughs> and other things that you see in Orange County makes this, makes this group so vastly different. And so, whereas you have Salt Lake City, it it seems to me with the exception of the scam artist, that the amount of wealth that the cast of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has versus that of Real Housewives of Orange County seems seems different to me. I I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But I also think in addition to the the wealth is, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm from California originally that the just you know Newport Beach and everything that just gives me the
1: willies okay but I think you're off on a tangent. Okay. my point was when you were talking about it and then let's just move on to talking about the show but my point was I felt like the Real Housewives of Orange County and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City to have the majority of the cast members on those shows I don't believe are wealthy they are upper I mean on the high I mean barely upper middle class they're upper middle class. Upper middle class people, and the majority of Real Housewives and other franchises are not are above in terms of wealth. Upper above upper middle class. They're high. I don't want to say high class. That's not. You know, I don't they know have more that. Money. I don't think that's true. I think, with the exception of Beverly Hills, New York, New York,
0: Atlanta. No, I don't think Atlanta has that much money, and I don't think Potomac has that much money, and I don't think Salt Lake City has that much money, and I don't. Well,
1: okay, I agree with you. And I'm, I feel like we're totally on a tangent, but when you're talking about a Gina or an Emily, or for that matter, a Heather Gay, these women don't have any more money than your average upper middle class. And even, I don't know, I would say, I don't know what, how you want to define that wealth level, but they're living in normal houses. They're living in normal neighborhoods. They're not living in, they're not living in extravagance. Whereas I think in Atlanta, I get it it costs a lot less money to live in Atlanta. Like you can have twice as much money in San Francisco or New York City. And in Atlanta, you need one quarter of that money to live in a mansion. I mean, I don't think that somebody like Cynthia Bailey has multi-millions of dollars. I think she's got a couple million, million dollars. But that's not upper middle class, Sarah. That's wealthy. No. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying she's living in a mansion in Atlanta. Heather Gay is living in a normal house in the middle of Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. There's a difference.
0: Yeah. That's why that's I'm,
1: all, saying, that's that's I'm saying that's no, okay.
0: No, I totally agree. That's why I'm saying Salt Lake City and and Orange County are completely different. Whereas Salt Lake City has more normalness to it than most of the other shows.
1: But I thought you were, okay. I thought you were saying that Salt Lake City and Orange County are totally different from each other. They are. Okay, whatever. We have degree to disagree. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. So let's go woman by woman. Let's start with the old timers, the OGs. Okay.
0: Well, we have Crazy Pants, Shannon Bedore. Let's talk about that. Okay. Well, let's just talk about the
1: characters first. Okay. We have
0: Crazy Pants. She's back. We have Emily's back. Emily's back. Um, Gina. Gina's back. And Heather Dubrow has come back. After she was five years ahead. Yep. Five years gone. And then we introduced to Nicole and Noella.
1: And by the way, five people is not enough. I agree with the yeah. assessment that happened with New York housewives. You need more than five housewives to make it successful, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it was interesting to see Heather Dubrow come back. But, uh, you know, just like Countess Luann came back and other people come back. No,
1: but Luann was a friend of, she never left. She was always on the show. Got it. So, Heather do why do you think Heather came back? What? what honestly, so, what is the motive? Okay. Yeah, let's talk
0: about it. Let's yeah, just start let's, out with Heather. Yeah. So, I like Heather. That house was mind-boggling to me.
1: When it you, did not look very comfy and cozy. When you I said to Amber while we were watching it, I said I could live in that house. And I think what I mean by that is and I said a, I couldn't. Yeah, it's a level of luxury that oh, it's me. when I say that could I I could live in that house, I think I say it from the the aspect of that would never happen. So why not? I mean, it seems almost like so an aspiration that will never occur, which is probably why I'm saying it, but would it I really? Is it
0: literally an aspiration.
1: Well, no, it's not. You're right. It's not an aspiration. It's, it's this idea you have in your head that, oh my God, wouldn't it be great to live in like a castle? Cause it's like a modern castle, right? It's a no. modern castle. No, castles are cold and damp. I'm, I'm analogizing it to I know. the wealthiest of the wealthy, right? So no, I wouldn't want that. I'm not what saying I that. want out of that is I want the champagne wall and I want the towel warm. So you didn't let me finish. Okay. So there's all these aspects of the house that I would want, but ultimately I don't want to live in a 22,000 square foot house. And you want to know why it scared the shit out of me to be there by myself. Number one, there's lots of people. I was just, I didn't even tell you this. I was just uh, hearing on uh, Danny Pellegrino show that uh, Dorinda's house was broken into, I think. Oh, no. And I'll just say this. I don't want to be a target. And when you live in a mansion like that, you are a target. Yeah.
0: Now Heather's a target. And
1: now you have to have 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 security security and you have to hope that security. I mean, God, do you guys remember when Sandra Bullock, we had the stalker and the stalker got into her house. She had security, a security gate and people outside of that. I don't want to be that kind of target. I don't want to live in a house where I don't know what the hell's going on in, in the, you know, I'm in one tenth of the house and the other the a, other rest of the house i don't know what's happening that's a great point so that's there are things really in the point. house that i really liked and it's i love watching it yeah but ultimately would i want to live in a twenty-two thousand square foot house oh hell no no wow wow i agree so but let's keep talking about heather
0: well i love the champagne wall i have to tell you i'd really and i want a button i want a button that says champs No, I don't say champs. She says champs though. She doesn't say
1: champs. She says champs. Yeah.
0: And I love sparkling wine and I would love to have a wall of it. I would, I would. So
1: I've always liked going back to historically speaking, I always actually really liked Heather Dubrow. She seems actually like a normal person on many levels, which is odd. I told Amber that I read that, um, that their wealth is not actually from Terry Dubrow's plastic surgery practice, but their wealth is from, I mean, that's. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he makes a fucking fortune doing that. But if you're going to buy a house like that, which I'm sure costs an excess of fifty million dollars, oh, seems like at it. least, yeah, um, you got to have more money than just being a, a plastic surgeon. I mean, they make totally it, they make it, maybe deal. a couple million dollars a year. That's not going to fund a fifty million dollar house plus a lifestyle like that. So I uh, I read that he inherited wealth. Oh, he has inherited. Yeah, he has inherited wealth privilege privilege yeah so that's interesting to me i like heather i like terry um i'm glad that she's back i am glad that she's back because she's she's very smart she's funny she's witty she's
0: quick and we need that you need that on a show right that's your heather gay on salt lake city that's all the women on potomac yeah um and probably Atlanta for that matter and
1: and she's gonna make a good foil to shannon the
0: yeah so, so let's talk about shannon should we talk about shannon yeah go for it
1: gosh, you know,
0: sometimes I like Shannon because again, I find her, uh, damaged. I find her, uh, insecure. I, you know, I, I always appreciate when people have vulnerabilities, right. Cause it makes them human, but she is just so messy. So she's messy and she just, she doesn't,
1: and she's, She's so, sort of a mean person. Well, so the storyline last night was that she told Gina and Emily that the new cast member, Nicole, Nicole had sued uh, Heather's, Heather's husband, Terry Dubrow. And that's going to come up more later in the season, I'm guess, guessing the storyline does, even com- this upcoming and episode. And Heather and Nicole are friends. Right. But what Shannon didn't want to do is, number one, she didn't want to tell Heather that herself. Number two, she didn't want Emily or Gina to tell Heather. And really what that is. And, and Gina made the point of, well, really, but Gina's being a duplicitous too. But the point was she wants Heather or she wants Gina and uh, Emily to do her dirty work mm-hmm. by telling Heather, mm-hmm. well, guess what, Gina and, and uh, Emily, you don't have to do it. I mean, I know you do because it's, the show Show, you you have have to you you have have to do it yeah planet is but in real life you don't like if somebody told me that like yeah
0: i'm not
1: gonna be the i'm not gonna be the bearer of bad news it has nothing to do with
0: me so we have no idea so nicole to me reminds me of denise Richards. she does i think it's her eyes yeah it's her eyes and her kind of barbie doll look or something yeah and and you know, we don't know anything about her yet. Yeah, it, and
1: there was literally nothing to learn about. Her. No, except yeah,
0: that the big reveal was that she sued Terry to bro to bro. And then for, she's
1: been married multiple times. Oh, she that was, was it. That's oh, that I didn't know, know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't even know how many. Times. And we don't know if she's even married now, do we? No, I don't. I think she must be married. Yeah, but they didn't talk. We about don't it. know. We yeah. don't know. We so we
0: virtually know nothing about. Her. She's a mystery. But what who we do know about is mm-hmm. Noella. Noella. So uh, we've got to start with Noella. So so first of all she's a tall drink of water. I think she's a pretty woman. She's very vivacious. It has a lot of energy. And I often am very suspicious of that because then I'm thinking to myself, is that
1: normal? Or is that just over at the top for cameras? So you know what it was proof to me of Amber? What I get reminded of this all throughout my adult life, that somebody can be really good looking and then your personality comes out and they just become in my eyes become uglier a uglier a is a pretty strong word i'm more unattractive and more unattractive to the point where i don't even recognize that they're good looking anymore oh absolutely Or vice versa or vice versa They can be very average looking yeah. and the more i get to yeah. know them yeah. the more i'm like oh my god they're actually beautiful
0: yeah and that's what that happens when people are dating and then they're all of a sudden they learn more about them and they really like them and they become more beautiful in their eyes right
1: right that's what so, happened with you and me okay so I don't know whether to take that as an insult or. <laughs> so Noella to me, she when I just saw her picture yeah. originally, I thought, well, that's she's a very good-looking yes. woman. Yeah. And by the way, she's uh, that the, the, she's the she's African American or black or or she's the new person that they're adding. Who thank God finally they're adding some diversity to Orange County. Yeah, we
0: don't know her. We don't know her her well, she, racial yeah. ethnic background
1: yeah. well i don't know i don't know her ethnic yeah, yeah. Her ra- ba- yeah background but she i'm sorry i said bathroom i don't know her a- ethnic background but andy uh cohen in watch what happens lives identified her as black got it okay got it so thank god finally because nobody on although kelly dodd let me just mention this kelly dodd was mexican-american or at least half mexican-american and as i said to amber the reason why she got fired is because she was so horrible and obnoxious. She was
0: so obnoxious. And
1: she was weirdly conservative and anti-Mexican. I, and, and I'm talking as a Mexican, I'm a half Mexican-American myself, so I I'm feel free to talk about this. I just really believe that because of her horrible personality, she was let go. And guess what? Do you know what? It probably takes a lot for them when they have zero diversity and apparently inability to get diversity on that show for them to have let her go they must have really hated her guts Kelly don that's all i can say about that that's me talking mm-hmm. as a mexican american woman yeah um, she was she was a bit much but right but going but, back, but to but noella, go back
0: to noella and so, her
1: sweet james she's married to sweet james but, but i'm i'm going to say something you know, let me finish she looks gorgeous when you first see her and then the more that she talks to me i was like what hmm. about her sex engine oh my god so she's
0: married to a is it criminal defense
1: what, what uh, no what is a he personal injury
0: personal injury lawyer who that's advertises billboards. Ha- w- on billboards and it says sweet james and she says oh he's the sweetest guy people he's genuinely a super sweet guy right and then she goes on to tell whomever about her sex dungeon well what was weird and be- then they showed it well
1: yeah that's right that was say. the creepazoid so part what I was it was say black is- and red oh you guys they showed the bed. it was gross they showed the bed they so, look horrible. It looks like a terrible bed. Like
0: it wouldn't be comfortable. You guys, at all. it
1: reminded me of when you imagine. You know those sex clubs that you hear about. Swingers? And I swear to God, I have never been in one and never would go to one. And, and you swine? know they're here in Utah. Really, a sex club? I don't think oh, so. Oh yeah, the no, sw- that's, that's just where the, private. No, that's where the swingers go. No, I'm sure it's illegal in Utah to have a sex club, but yep. they go to people's houses. Okay. So, but the sex clubs that you hear about, like in San Francisco or whatever that i would never oh yeah that, when i saw that you're sex positive when i yeah when i saw that picture i i was sure that that's exactly what a disgusting sex club looks like Ugh. which is it convinced me i would never want to set foot for many reasons but just based on how it looked but they also showed the rest of her house and she was bragging about the rest of her house and that was weird i was like there's really nothing to see here mm. am i wrong no you're not wrong
0: i totally agreed with you um well in the previews for the next week or the season yeah. it's obvious her marriage isn't as fantastic as she makes it sound like she makes it sound like it's the best thing that ever happened and then by the end of that five minute preview for the season you're like uh that marriage is over
1: well okay except and then in, in at watch what happens live drunk andy cohen said that it was her ex-husband and we're like what yeah like we heard andy cohen say yeah her ex-husband james and we're like uh Wait. we just saw the first episode yeah and so then we Googled it, of course, and they're getting divorced. Yeah, after a year of marriage.
0: Anyway, so let's move on. So we've done Nicole Noella. We've we've reviewed Heather. Oh, let's do the new one. Who like?
1: Oh my God, we forgot all about her. Oh, Doctor wow. Jen. Yeah, so there are six. Doctor Jen, so but we're we're questioning her
0: husband.
1: Oh, you guys. Okay, let's talk. About he it. Hair,
0: he was holding bare chested the Chihuahua the whole time. He never wore a shirt the whole he episode. Looked, yeah, that was. He on. was in several
1: scenes, different scenes at
0: different. Do days you think at it was times. during the heat bomb or something like that? Remember, I just want to
1: say that I don't care what the circumstances are—heat bomb or not. If I were, there's no heat bomb. Yeah, they had a heat county. bomb in Portland. No, county? I, oh yeah, yeah. I don't care what the circumstances might be. If I were on tell, and don't get me wrong, the man has a great body. But if I, and that's mm-hmm. why he was without a shirt, oh, but, but if I were on national television and it was my first time being shown and I were a guy, I would not be shirtless in every scene. I did love it that he was clinging to his little chihuahua though the whole time. I thought that was real. They sweet. have a very unhappy marriage.
0: I got the sense of that too. Cause yeah. he made a comment about she's never around. She's never home. And he was like,
1: she made a comment that he just recently started working.
0: Yeah. So this is going to be a drama there. But Dr. Jen is the, pla- the, um, cosmetics plastic person. She calls herself
1: an aesthetic medical doctor. Oh my God. When she said that I was like, come on. So you know what that means you guys, in my opinion, I and mean, then you correct me, Amber, cause you're the healthcare professional. Yeah. What that means is she's just any old kind of doctor who decided that she would just start practicing some kind of cosmetic medicine and has no board certifications in anything. Well, we, that, you know, that's
0: such a good point, Sarah, And We should look it up. Cause I don't know if she has any dermatology background or any plastics background, but we need to look at that. Good point. Well, you really learned a lot. Thank nice. Hey. But anyway, do she was, she was kind of inoculant. I didn't feel like inocul-less. It's innocuous. Innocuous. innocuous, innocuous, see every episode I get a new word but <laughs> she was inoculant we should just invent that word. Now. okay she was inoculant and so well, it's going to be interesting to see but i have a feeling they don't
1: have a happy marriage right now but everybody's well, happy when it comes on the previews of well he was suggesting she should give up the nanny because she and i'm like she was like i think about the nanny and i'm like thinking to myself no, well, she, she can't. does work full time yeah she can't give up the nanny i, I agree. think she probably needs child care yeah if you're not going to be there yeah it's bizarre yeah by the way I thought that in general if she's working on Gina and Emily and we'll get to them now they look great and so I give I mean if all she's doing is Botox and fillers okay so be it but they look good you know Heather debro obviously does a lot yeah. um she looks good
0: too yeah I mean she's she's not she's not overly done you I to- mean she's overly done but she's not like the kind where you're just like that's a fish face so amber
1: Sarah, a, t- a tangent, Sarah, a tangent. Candidate. I read an article in the New York times and it was, and then I watched a pot or listened to a podcast. Oh, it was Danny Pellegrino interviewing, uh, Rachel Dratch and Anna Gastai, oh, Gasteyer. Wow. They are great on Sarah and Anna Gasteyer was talking about a movie that she was in with, uh, Meg, uh, what's her name? Meg Ryan, Ryan, and I forget who else like 15 years ago. Uh-huh and how the movie got bad reviews because Meg Bryan had a frozen face. Oh, she did. She too. got a fish face. Okay, except for, then Danny Pellegrino proceeds to say, when you look at that movie now, they look normal. Quote, normal in our eyes. And do you want to know why? And this is what they were so all bad. saying. No, they, I don't know if you call it bad or what, but they were saying, all of them, three of them, Pellegrino, Rachel Dratch, and Gasteyer were saying, it's because it is now the norm to have Botox and to have a frozen face. So much so that we just normal people, when we see that smooth appearance mm-hmm. on a woman who's 50, like we are, mm-hmm. that is the norm to us now. And yeah, good or bad, point. it is what it is, but that's the expectation yep. of what a 50 year old should look like. No, that's such a good point. And if you saw that movie today with Meg Ryan, and who I forgot there were a couple other women in it as well who got, you know, criticized for their frozen faces, that you wouldn't have thought twice about it. No. No. So I thought that was interesting. And it it goes back to what I was just saying when I was like, oh, Heather Dubrow looks great. Well, okay. She's like 50 years old and has a frozen face. uh, If that's normal, I guess. Yeah. And and then I'm like saying to myself, when I was looking at Jen Shaw, we were talking about that special the other day and I was, they showed the picture of her 10 years ago and then compared to how she looks now. And I was like, oh, I need to find out who does her eyes. (laughs) That's literally what I say to myself.
0: That's not right. You guys. No, it's not right. I don't say that to myself. Cause I, I have a, my eye is so droopy now I've noticed that I could in zoom, right. You look at it and you're just like, okay, it's barely open. So I have ptosis in the right eye. I, the eyebrow now follows it. So it does something different. And then I've got wrinkles in my foreheads. I got trout mouth and I've got neck stuff. Do and hear, I'm like,
1: do you hear yourself? No, I know. But
0: I'm just saying to myself, I don't care. I don't care. You do because you just said all that. Well, that's what, because that's what, you know, it's a great point, but that's what we, that's what's talked about, right?
1: No man, no man talking about any of that. And then how,
0: you know, so many Hollywood actors, male
1: actors have facelifts of their own right. And no one talks about, but we talk about all the women's Well, people do kind of talk about it, but in general, your average man, we're just average women sitting around in Salt Lake city. And we're talking about this stuff. I promise you our male neighbors next door have never once thought about how they need to get Botox or fillers No, or how they have trout mouth or wrinkles. And both of our neighbors are exactly our same age. They're 50.
0: Yeah. But one of them is
1: creepy he does like does walk around without a
0: shirt and he likes to tan and go to the gym and he's a father and he's like 50 but anyway so let's (laughs) move on uh oh emily emily so Emily's married to shane and so you want to talk about the law thing okay yeah i'll talk so the big the big news for emily was that shane passed the bar in california because they lowered the passing score so okay he's grandfathered in right
1: well, he had a score within a certain number of years that allowed him to pass the bar when they changed the, the when they lowered the, the total score that you needed to pass. So how do you feel about that? So my associate attorney, Lisa, and um, I won't say her last name. She also got into, uh, she also was accepted into the, um, the bar under the same circumstances. And what I'll say is this, the pass rate in California was way too low especially in comparison to other states. We were had the hardest, or I shouldn't say the hardest, the test isn't, I'm sure the tests are all significantly hard in every state, but we had the hardest grading and the lowest pass rate in any state in the entire uni- United States. And when you get to a pass rate of less than 30%, where yeah, you're I totally collecting agree. over a thousand dollars a for a person to take a test, and then you're only passing less than 30% of those people I do believe that something needed to change. And I do believe that that pass rate needed to be increased. And, um, because ultimately like, why are you, number one, if you're going to do that, stop accepting all those people into law schools. That's Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I do think that that needed to change and I don't think it made, I mean, I don't know what the pass rate is when, when they lowered it. Maybe it went up to the 40% something who cares. It's still only 40 something percent. And then I was also going to say
0: that, um, you used to be a grader, didn't you? Not for the bar for oh, the, okay. for the family. Law certification. Oh yeah. That's right. So okay. I will say
1: this. So you have some back. I listen for that man. Chain is the same. Yeah. For him to have continued to attempt to, to yeah, pass that's the bar, what I like. not giving up that let's be honest. Yeah. That's the biggest requirement of being a lawyer. Is tenacity. tenacity. Yeah, I so I totally he, agree. He continued to t- he worked as a paralegal yeah. and he continued to try to pass that bar and he finally ultimately did. Yeah, and I think all the people that who is, passed to enter those circumstances fully deserve.
0: I honestly think do, that too. Yeah. I think that's that's persistence and yep. patient uh, patience and you know you really want to do you know law. By, by the way, just to clarify,
1: passing that bar has nothing to do with what kind of attorney you're going to be. No, just want to say yeah, that. too so. yeah,
0: nothing. So emily seemed very happy she seemed uh she looked great she looked good she was ready to be back in the the groove so you know nothing really there was nothing really to her in this episode other than the shame Well, the
1: one thing that came out was she and gina are now best friends oh yeah
0: and so and then gina to me gina's the most down to earth of all of them like emily and well she and yeah that's right emily too but what we really liked about Gina always is she was the only one that owned her house she has a townhouse with her husband now travis over I don't
1: know if I don't
0: know. know but she like remember how everybody was giving her crap last season because she had a townhouse and yes. it did it was very big and then it comes come to find out she was the only one that owned her house in that group, in the group that was making fun of her.
1: Well, and I also want to say something about her. um, They kind of wrapped up the story. Well, I shouldn't even call it a storyline. They wrapped up her history where she had been um, uh, domestically abused by her Mm ex-husband a couple of years ago at this point. And he, you know, he had been arrested, he had been tried and he'd been convicted of domestic violence. And it was a significant event. And she gave a victim's
0: impact statement or survivor's impact statement. And what was really interesting, how that she wrapped that part up, because it remember, it sounded like the the trial kept getting postponed and she and he were parenting better and better and better as it was getting postponed. So she had this Yes. Was she wasn't sure
1: that. if she should, she was torn about whether she should give a, a mm-hmm. significantly negative victim impact yeah. statement mm-hmm. when their relationship over the two years that went by before he was ever sentenced, I guess, um, two years had gone by before he was even sentenced their relationship as co-parents had gotten way better. And she really felt almost guilty. Mm-hmm. I think by making a negative victims impact statement against him. But ultimately, I gave her a lot of credit. I did too. She decided that what had happened, what despite their relationship now, mm-hmm. didn't change what he did then. It
0: was unacceptable. Yep. And he had to pay for it. And yeah. she, she wanted her children to look at her for standing up for her. And yeah. and I like the end of it. She said, you know, I wanted my children, I wanted to be able to tell my children that I stood up for, you know, myself. And that he took accountability for what he did. And I thought, wow, man, if you can make something good of that situation, which sounded horrific. um, And this is where you guys came to, which is co-parenting very well. Him taking accountability, being sentenced, what have you. She getting to do her impact statement. I mean, that's about as good of an outcome as you can get in such a horrific situation. Yeah, she's very likable. I, I do like Gina. I yeah. do like
1: Gina, but um, yeah. So I think I think we're gonna have we'll be in for an entertaining season. So let's predict, and then we can wrap it up. But okay. let's predict what are what in your opinion? I'll tell you my opinion. What in your opinion are the big conflict storylines in this show? Well, obviously the
0: Nicole and the Terry Dubrow, Dubrow, uh, yeah. yeah, that that's that background information. That's going to involve her and Heather and it's going to involve Gina and Emily because they're going to out it which then is going to impact Shannon and so then Shannon and Heather will go at it um I don't know the Jen Dr. Jen I don't know where that's going and I certainly don't know where Noelle is going other than we know she's now divorced so her life's going to go downhill this is episode <laughs> two
1: Please, God, don't let us have to look at that sex
0: dungeon. Oh, God, do not let us. Any, No one wants to look at that sex dungeon. I, th- I don't even think Andy Cohen. I think he said something about it.
1: Can I just say something briefly about that? And I agree with everything you just said. And then the previews also showed that Heather Dubrow got is getting very close with uh, Gina, which I thought was quite interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, Gina's smart. She's fast. She's in New York. They're both New Yorkers. Well, also... Yes. And also I felt like it was very obvious when, when Heather was giving Gina and Emily, the tour of her giant mansion, um, resort or, or resort resort, actually. Um, I actually thought that, uh, it was clear that Gina wasn't jealous. Gina wasn't jealous. She loved it, but she wasn't jealous. And she wasn't
0: coveting it. Like I've got to be here where Shannon was, because she used to be the neighbor.
1: Well, okay. But yeah. then they showed flashbacks of Shannon's house. And I'm like, your house doesn't compare to that. No, it didn't have anything. Yeah, but nonetheless, whatever. Anyways. I'm not, and I don't mean that rudely. No, no. Your no. house, it's just no. not a comparison. It's not like Shannon's going, Oh, I missed my house now that I see Heathers. No, your house wasn't like Heathers. Yeah. You had a big old house. I'm not denying that. Yeah. Anyway, uh let me just say this about the sex Okay. <laughs> if I have to see that. I may just turn it off at that point, Amber, because I honestly don't understand. I just want to say this. I don't understand it. I tried to read, read 50 shades of gray. I never did. I tried, No. Uh, you know, a couple friends of mine, I, I won't mention it. their names. We're going to try to do like a complete knockoff of that because we thought, God, this is the worst book ever. We could write that, but I'll just say this. I don't understand why somebody would want to have sex in such a circumstance. Thank you. Well
0: there's all kinds out there Sarah all I know, kinds I know but we are very excited we are excited to embark on a new Real Housewives of we hope that you'll join us in this series and we are happy that you're listening to Sasscast with Sarah and Amber